Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws. We got my yeah. man, Aaron, and we got the famous yeah. Jeremy John in the building, rocking out with us. That's right. Uh, we got a lot of stuff on tap. It's going to be an exciting show. We're going we're gonna to get into all of it. We're going to talk a little bit of Kyrie, how he chirping with the fans. I don't know why he just ain't swing on the Bamas, dog, because if you're going to do all that, you might as well go all the way. Malice in the Palace Part 2, right? Uh, we're going to talk Kaepernick. You know, he's trying to make a comeback. Can he get on a roster? Or they going to keep blackballing my man? Uh, and then we're going to talk, you know, some other stuff that, that we got here. Uh, first things first, right? Uh, saw this video and I was just, it, it just disappointed me. I, it just disappointed me because because the, the simping like activation chip that's going on right here in this 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 video I'm about to show. It's beyond words. Here we here we go. And I'm sure so many women can relate. Like you want to reward that man for that work, and the only reward that you have to offer is an orgasm. But even if I didn't feel it, I would still be performative. So yes, I was faking it. We got into like a, a argument, and then she was like, "Well, you know, I don't be having an orgasm." She didn't say it in that. She speaks way more eloquent than I would have. And I was like, "What?" And she was like, I don't. I'm like, no, yes, you do. I hear it. Like, ah, ah, ah. and then she was like, no, I'm, it. I'm like, every time? And she was like, yeah. And then that just crushed me because I thought I was putting in work. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking I'm, you know, Big Daddy Long Leg. DJ Envy, dog. What, what in the world, dog, is going on? Where this is okay. You just gonna publicly get your your name just drugged through the mud, <laughs> like in front of all these. You might as well let her change the brakes on the car, do the change the rotors, take the trash out, everything. You, what is we doing here? Is this what's cool right now in twenty twenty two? This is what you got to do to sell a book. I don't get it, Aaron. Please help me, huh? Jeremy, you letting your, your missus go out there and just slander you for a book deal? Nah, man. Um, nah, 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 not, not at all. And, you know, um, it, it, it's so funny that, of course, someone's going to say this is such a man's, uh, this is uh, obviously something that men would think of. But I know for sure, like, I if, if I got to talk about things going on in my marriage, the one thing I ain't going to be talking about is me underperforming in certain areas. So we going we gonna to have some boundaries oh, on what exactly if, we talking no, about. Even if it do happen, right? We're not going <laughs> to agree and dap up that we about to go on TV and tell the whole world <laughs> on a podcast what's going on in, in the bedroom, dog. That's her version of Red Table Talk, though. This is the move with these new modern youngins with these beta dudes. If there's I any mean, thought that ever crosses their mind that they don't feel free to express, they feel oppressed. This is the world we live in now. So whatever it is that come across their mind, they feel like they should be able to stay that joy to the world. And he's sitting there co-signing it. That's the worst part. Like, this is a conversation you have in your house. Like, hey, babe, I'm going to put this in the book. And you supposed to veto that joint off the break. Off you the break. like, nah, no. Cause young, I, I'm telling you, Bama's coming in radio with that same energy towards him. Like, dog, you can't even control your house. How you gonna try to regulate me sitting over there in the <laughs> chair? You, you are your house in disarray, dog. You don't have no power there. So how you gonna have power here? Like, it just, 
And how bad is the relationship that your wife feels like she got a fake to drink for you for years and years and years to where you think you out here scoring 40 Slaying. and you really uh, uh, did not play? <laughs> DMP. DMP. <laughs> like, there's a vast difference from, oh, Larry, once in a while. She said every single time. Yeah, So man, that just tells you problem. about the nature of their relationship, the trust, the fact that they can't have a conversation about what she liked and this Bama is definitely not coming from the hip with it. So it's just, it's so many factors that play into this dream before you even get to telling the world your husband get a BDR. It's just, it's, it's crazy. So DJ Envy not was once. running the streets at one point. Apparently and, and not well. He... Why are you out here running the streets, practicing, and you coming home <laughs> you get DMPs? You can't... Damn. You can't get a bucket. You like you like Chris 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 uh Chris Paul versus Scott Foster, dog. You can't get a Muzzy W. Bones, dog. That's what he likes. If you can't if you can't get a W one time out of a hundred games, the game just ain't in you, dog. I, but I, even if even if you got no W's, you not, we not about to get on here and hold hands and tell the whole world what's going on behind the scenes, dog. That don't. He cheated on her and she stayed, so she felt like she got the Infinity Stones to be able to do whatever she wants. <laughs> Damn, and she know she got a beta man. type dude. She knows she got a beta. He baited, dog. He baited. Them beige noodle back type dude. So you know, <laughs> you already know. You already Yo, know. Yo, his back noodles, dog. <laughs> no, it's, it's no bad. way. It's bad. Uh, the opposite of noodle back is this youngin <laughs> out in Florida, dog. This youngin, Mary Gundle. Dog, she's going after Dollar General hot and heavy. So I, I'm going to just play this clip so you can just get a little synopsis of what's going on with her. Because uh, when I tell you afterwards, y'all, y'all going to laugh. But let me just watch this video. From Dollar General to TikTok, a Tampa Bay store manager has gone viral. She says her videos were meant to show how difficult it is to lead a store when hours and employees are limited. And now she's trying to help steer public opinion so the company will make changes for employees who are still there. By pressing record and send. A lot of customers really don't understand what it's like to work for this company. Mary Gundel got herself fired. It's time for a change. Things need to change. But also showcased life as the manager of the Dollar General at 301 and Martin Luther King in Tampa. Here by myself till 2 o'clock and a mystery truck shows up. So now I've got to handle the front with all my customers and then go back here and deal with my truck trying to unload. Over six videos totaling 18 minutes, she's told millions of viewers on TikTok about staffing levels and workload and asked this of customers. Why don't you demand more from the company so that way they start actually funding the stores to be able to get all of this stuff done. We met Gundel outside her former store. She's now wearing a shirt that says hashtag put in a ticket to mock Dollar General's employee complaint system. I want fair treatment for Dollar General employees. I want fair wages for them. Duh. The store she work at is in a hood in Florida. You heard MLK. You already know. <laughs> MLK. So, so yeah, she was telling stories about how like she would go to go to work. Bama's would be wrecking in the parking lot type stuff at a, at a store that one of her friends works at. A Bama got shot outside the store, and she like basically caught him. And when they caught when you when as an employee you call in, they be like put in a ticket, and then that's it. Like they were like, can you bring security to the store so I can feel safe? They just had one Bama working in the Dollar General like solo. Dog, I thought about this, y'all. I was like, ain't there a Dollar General near you, Aaron? Right there on the, on the, on the right corner? Right around the corner. That's the first thing I was thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, dog, first of all, this is a real thing. Bama's on TikTok. I was going scrolling through TikTok. Young, that put in the ticket, Joe, is getting heavy traction. She on the news. They, they had a Yahoo uh, report on the Joe. Dog, Dollar General, 
they feeling the heat because they start, you know, of course, when the big companies start feeling the pressure, they try to like do the little under the table. Like apparently somebody like called her and was like, hey, can we talk about this, blah, blah. And then she was like, yeah, I'm going to record the, the conversation. And they was like, oh, well, we'll call you back when you're ready to just talk open and freely. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're doing the funny <laughs> business to try to try get her. But ultimately, right. And I tweeted the Bama who owned Dollar General, young, because I got the answers. I said, dog, hit me up. I'll give you the answers to your problem. Quick. I know how to solve it. It's an internet problem. You can't beat the internet fighting. You can't fight the internet. You can't fight people. It's just a, it's a failed model. You going, you saw what they did when they killed Jesus Christ. The Bama got more and more followers, dog. It just it just <laughs> went bananas. You couldn't stop the flames, dog. I'm trying to tell you. When you try to fight against the people, especially like people like her, you know what I'm saying? She she actually was a stellar employee. She got awards and everything, medals. They honored her and stuff like that. Dog, Think about medals at Donna Joe? Yes, dog. Don't <laughs> make her employee of the month employee awards. Employee of the month, all that type of stuff. Don't make her a martyr. I'm telling you, it's going fan out of control and it's already started. So, you know, of course, these big companies, they think that they didn't have all the answers. They don't want to listen to nobody. They just going to try to press her out and try to find dirt on her or whatever, whatever. Like the youngin been on TikTok heavy. She already kind of started a union like she's because the joint, the conditions at Dollar General are so bad, dog. Bama's was like hitting her up that work at other Dollar Generals talking about their conditions that day. And of course, people don't not trying to get fired. So they're like hiding behind, you know, because it's social media. You can hide behind a hashtag and stuff like that. And nobody have to know who you are. But they like taking videos of the store and be like, look at this. This junk crazy. Like, how am I supposed to do this? And just work in the back. They just, it's falling apart, you know? And now they board people, they they scheduled on May 8th or May 7th, something like that. They scheduled a walkout for the employees. So if that happened. Protest at work? Dog. <laughs> you know what? at work? Hey, dog, stop it. <laughs> dog, I, they can't go. They can't. Listen, hold on. Let me be clear. They can't protest in the morning and then come back at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And clock in. And clock back in. They need the bread, though, dog. If you in a life situation where you work in the Dollar General as an adult anyway, one, you don't make good decisions. You don't have good judgment. So, Damn. stop. <laughs> stop, dog. These hardworking citizens, dog. They hardworking now because they didn't work hard when they were supposed to be working hard. <laughs> in school. No, this is fact. No, I, but, my, but, this is, but, that, but this is the same mentality as why the, the top of the company not trying to bend or break to the, to the demands. Because they, they don't they, have to. Because they have no they, leverage. Because they got no dog, money. And she probably I'm, got kids. Hey, look, Aaron, I'm so, telling you, it's different, dog. These When these flames start to fan, dog, they, they had a truck. This trucker lady got on that joint. I've been watching the joint. This trucker lady got on it was like, I will not be shopping at Dollar General ever again and all my trucker buddies that rock with me let's let me ask you a question defend this this woman who's a hard working let me ask you a question you know these blue collars dog they go hard by you you saw the you saw the trump supporters march on the on the capital dog don't mean what first of all they're not storming nothing for dollar general let's stop there <laughs> secondly dog when george floyd got killed and you saw all the protests in the street stuff going crazy you thought there was gonna be a lot of change coming tell me two things that changed no, the internet is not a real place. It's the metaverse, like we was talking about yesterday, though. <laughs> it's not a reality, though. Bama get somebody, upset, bitch, and complain, and it's gonna be the same. She gonna be clocked my in. My fans out. It- any of the fans out there, I need to make an NFT, dog. Y'all gotta teach me about the metaverse. Bro. I'm so ignorant, dog. Dog, I hear young youngin told me at work that they buying land in the metaverse, dog. They buying land. And that's Bitcoin exactly what this is. Ethereum. I'm like, dog. Buy up all the land in the in the metaverse and let me get the real land in reality, dog. These bad boys running out of the real land. That's why they doing the metaverse. But though, nothing gonna come from this joint. It's gonna die down. It's gonna be some new stuff. So nothing gonna happen. Like this is not exclusive to this lady. Like it's trash work conditions for a lot of these jobs where they not paying employees as much. These service industry jobs, though, that's just the way life is. Like Dollar General is not special in regards to that. 
But they so have no just, leverage because they don't have any real skills, though. And that's why you gotta make I, so you got to make decisions. No, but you, this is the thing. You make a hand over fist money as Dollar General. You got one employee running a whole store. That's right? how they make every, money, Harold. But I'm saying, though, that, that's not a sustainable uh, like way to kind of sustain your the money maker, dog. One bad man to jump running the whole... You, you're not getting inventory. You don't even know how much items and stuff you have in, in each of the stores. You just put shoving stuff in there and like, yeah, just sell it, whatever. Man, so that Errol, Dollar man. General by you, that don't seem like it was it was okay, though. Like, they... But this is the thing. That, that Dollar General been in the, hood the stores yeah, on both sides been, been, in been changing the different stores and different other business models, but Dollar General's been... That's facts. That's facts, Aaron. I know but which one you're like, talking about. I understand yeah. what you what you say, Harold, but in the real world, that stuff don't matter. The Bamas with the bread got the bread for a reason. Because they snakes and they don't care. Anything to get the bread and keep the profit, the profit margins where they are, and so they can report those earnings and try to get the stock up. They don't care about none of that stuff y'all are talking about. She could cry. She could march. She could do all she wants to do. The most they're going to do is hire at another store with a little bit of a raise and a new title. Outside, the rest of the Bamas is not getting. Yeah, I know that's that's the tactic, dog. They just pluck her from the from the from the the flock and, and give her a raise, give her some money, and make her a hero. They be like, young, yeah, oh, they brought her back. They rehired her. Like that's right. the they, you know that's the move. That's how they they get that's you. That's why they want to record because they wanted to be able to say, hey, look, we understand where you're coming from. It's a little rough over there. We're gonna put you in our store over here on the other side of town. <laughs> you know what I mean? When they don't, and, when they don't bust the manager, shots. We're going to name you regional manager. You know, we're going to give you a, a $15,000 pay increase. Area coordinator. Shut up. Area coordinator. Give her a call. A, a new Toyota Camry dog. The, the East Tampa coordinator. Not even the whole city. The East Tampa coordinator. You know how it goes. No, you know, got the same uh, no, book they all, they, No, they do the move every time. But that's the thing. I think, I think people getting hip to it, though. But it don't matter. No, they get a walkout, a, a legitimate walkout. That joke gonna hurt the bread. Don't I'll say this, Harold. I'll, I'll say this, Harold. The pandemic has really opened the eyes of many uh, working class and service employees because they're kind of like, look, I'm dealing. We're dealing with some real stuff where we had to work during uh, the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them even lost jobs in the beginning. We're getting paid more with unemployment. I know for a fact I took advantage for a few months because of that. And now you're coming back and you're still dealing dealing with these conditions. Nah, man, they they gonna uh, we gonna have it's gonna be more likelihood. It's gonna be a higher likelihood that you're gonna have employees actually do a walkout for an extended period of time, whether that be a few hours, whether that be the whole day, compared to two years ago where it might be. One or two people in the store might do it. Yeah. I think you might nah, get you might get more, but but the ultimate prize, like like Aaron is saying, I don't think it's going to get to where you're just changing the whole industry. I think I think go, there'll be some go, changes, but you're not changing the whole different. industry. Go, yeah, you're right. You're they're right. gonna lose thirty dollars I mean, in revenue, and it's gonna be same business as usual. The hood is the hood, dog. Do you? you I mean, yeah. right? What you want them to do about that? Though high security. Well, she well she she, she went in. So so they fired the girl because I guess the the other girl that worked at the other hood store, like they found out she was posting too. So they fired both of them and then they put you know what I'm saying they put Whitey in the jump and then they gave they put security in the jump. So she called him out and was like, well how y'all gonna do that when this girl was been working there for so long and then you switch and. You know, how you going to explain that, Dollar General? You put the white person in there and then you provide security for them? So she coming for their neck. And she wouldn't have cared about that in any other realm of life other than it helps her argument. Like stop, <laughs> stop, come on, stop. man! This this is the dirty game of capitalism. There, there's perks and there's some there's it's some disadvantages, game, man. It's a, it's a dirty game. Speak, speak. I, I, I second that, man. I had to I had to change my ways in my life, <laughs> man. Yo, speaking of dirty game, though, are we ever going to see Colin Kaepernick again? Will we see him again? 
I don't think so, man. It's, it's let's, two let's, years, let's, man. Let's watch this 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 clip. Uh, they had him on the I Am Athlete, and they asked him about uh, what he would say to GMs to come back into the league. The message for GMs and owners, and you wanted them to know anything right now. What would you say? Let's role play. Talk to me. I'm the GM. <laughs> Come on, come on. You're doing method acting? Yeah, yeah, come on, come watch this, because I'm the GM. Let's play it. Let's hey, go. We got you here today. So, let me come in and compete. I mean, you you have your roster. You had a team. Let me come in and compete, show you what I can do. Well, Cap, you know, you know, football, it's all about eliminating distractions. Like, how do I know if I bring you in and I sign you that you're going to make my locker room better, that you're going to bring us together? One, you can know by experience. My coach, Jim Harbaugh, spoke to it. My coach, Chip Kelly, spoke to it and said that I made the locker room better. I came in, I prepared, I made the team better. That 2016 season, my last year, my teammates voted me the most courageous and inspirational player. So when you're talking about the people that are actually in the building, that has never come out that I've been a distraction. It's never come out that I've been an issue from the people I played with. Cap, can I keep it real with you, Cap? This is between you and I. Don't tell nobody. $16 billion industry, Cap. What about our fan base? What do we say to our fan base? Like, how, like what are they going to say? I say you have and racism in the back of your end zone. You got Black Lives Matter on your helmet. Mm. <laughs> Everything I've said should be in alignment with what you're saying publicly. Mm. <laughs> it's a $16 billion business. When I, first, when I first took a knee, my jersey went to number one. When I did the deal with Nike, their value increased by $6 billion. Six billion. With a B. With a B. With a B. So we we acting. We come on, stay in mode. Talk that talk, man. You broke character. Talk that talk. So if you're talking about the business side, it makes sense. It shows beneficial. If you're talking about the playing side, come in, let me compete. You can evaluate me from there. The NFL is supposed to be a meritocracy. Come in, let me compete. If I'm not good enough, get rid of me. But let me come in. And show. Let my man compete. Is he gonna get a job? That that's to me that's a convincing argument by Cap. Is it a new argument? It's not new. No. But time has passed though. And 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 I think like the Bama touched all the points because if you're a GM, you're thinking about how the fans gonna receive it. One. You think about the money, the, how the money's going to get impacted and the business revenues, right? And then you think about your team and your locker room. Now, I don't think it'll be a problem on the locker room side. I think that's... that's it never was. I, I don't think that it'll be a problem on the business side. I think you bring Kaepernick to your, your team, your, your revenues are going to increase. That's a fact. Now, the fan side, it just depends on what fan you're talking about. Because we have different kind of fans, right? <laughs> we have we have fans like ourselves who, you know, look at things from a, a very objective standpoint. And we, you know, players are players. And we just try to look at it and take it at face value. And then you have people who only see color and, and are so tied to the way things used to be that they, they don't want nothing to do with cats. And those people have a loud voice when you talk about the fan base that the NFL caters to, right? You saw it in the Super Bowl. As soon as they brought on Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Blige, you saw that the tweets was going ham to, to try to just basically criticize the NFL for bringing in you know these black artists to, to perform. So clearly they have say in what happens with the NFL and, and stuff that's going on. I think that that's the probably the most uh, critical thing that that's keeping Kaepernick from having a job. You ain't touch on WME. Aaron, yeah. enlighten, enlighten me, Aaron. Enlighten me. <laughs> nah, you enlightened already, dog. You ain't touch on that, and you know that's the number one reason he doesn't have a job, dog. These bands are like Sun Tzu; they want to destroy it completely. They trying to make an example out of a Batman. If you get out of line, if you don't tow the company line, mm. they will destroy you completely. 
the, and another thing that you kind of dismiss about a lot of these GMs and owners, they're not worried about the fans as much as they more racist or as racist. These GMs, you know how pissed off they were when they saw him kneeling and all these anonymous comments from damn near every GM in the league. And we heard comments from Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones. Like these Bamas is flat out racist and they don't want there to be any progress. So like they dismiss it as business when that was proven wrong. He signed that Nike deal years ago and we saw that stock jump. And then you also saw like the fact that it's just, it's, it's no way that they can can paint this off as anything other than they don't want him to be in their locker rooms. It's like Isn't if we were to go sign a Bama that's a clear racist in one of our circles and they have to have the conversations with the Bamas we around, like this Bama Harold Coonan, dog. Like, why you, you know what I mean? Like, why why you break the, uh, <laughs> why, why you break the line, dog? Like, why would you go sign this Bama? That's how they are. That's how they talk about us in their circles. Mm. Like, can you imagine what them group chats look like in those owner meetings with no other black faces in there? So, oh, I mean, man, has I mean Aaron, we already we already saw it with uh, Gruden and the stuff he said yeah. about <laughs> like that's come out. Family like Michelin tires, like <laughs> and this was eleven years ago. <laughs> yeah, man. For the record, um, I don't think Cap is going to return, and it's not going to be anything on uh, on his fault. I think honestly, at this point, the only excuse these people have now are is. Well, it's six years now since you last played. And they're going to use that excuse now. Because honestly, and, and I did a, uh, a a ranking going into this uh, this coming season, which is strictly starting quarterbacks. And I did it as a uh, five-tier with one star, two star, all the way up to five star. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to use the veteran quarterbacks first that I, that I know that Kaepernick, if giving some time in a training camp will be better week one. Mason Rudolph, Drew Locke, Jared Goff, at this point in his career, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota. Those are just the vets. I'm not even counting Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, Davis Mills, Justin Fields. I believe he's going to be good, but at the moment, he's not. That's what it is. Uh, Mac Jones. I think Kaepernick... If you just gave him a couple weeks with a team, can play better than Mac Jones. Two Viola, Tiger Viola. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's on the on the last end. Matt Ryan might be the guy where it's no, like, okay. Don't slander my man. Don't slander my man. Don't slander my man. Look, look, look. You ain't going to be the only one. People have been slandering me, but I don't think Matt Ryan's really that good anymore. Like, I don't think he is. And I think if, I think Kaepernick, if given a legit shot in a training camp, is gonna battle with him. It ain't gonna be clear. Okay. But okay. I just named a whole okay. bunch of quarterbacks. That's that, at least that's at least ten that I named for sure. That yeah. he is he is better than. Okay. It's just the uh, only I excuse agree. is now he's just been out of the game so long. Oh well, well, well. The re- <laughs> he is better than Heineke, but remember the Commanders have you know Wentz and I mean we could we could. They have wins, so as see, you know. see, go in, dog. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I, but yeah, like he is for the record, he is better than those guys. Like he is. Okay. Or was. I guess you have to say was. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I guess you have to say. How long was, has he been man. out the league? Since when? Six years. Sixteen was the last, last year. Yeah. We at twenty twenty two. Yeah, he not. They not letting him back, dog. I think he's gonna get a. Uh, I think he's gonna be on a camp this summer. You do? I do. Who's camp? Steelers camp. I think camp? it's gonna be important to see what happens in the draft, which comes up next week, and I think that's gonna determine if Seattle was in a place to 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 make a move like that. Mm-hmm. If if the Steelers are in a place to make a move like that. Um, if Las Vegas is in a place to be able to make a move like that. Because remember, he played at uh, Las Vegas in college. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, I think there are a handful of teams where it wouldn't be a storm in a capital moment for their white fan base. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think just to be able to say they gave him a shot. And also, I think they would get more benefit from him going out there and being sorry after being gone for as long as he's been gone. Just well, I think well, I think that that's part that's part of it too. They trying it feel like they just trying to keep him out as long as they can to win like father time. Just 
just it's like the default. Like you all the time here. He been out the league six years. This ain't like you can just go play pickup and then come back and just be who you yeah, were. Right. He was already kind of on a downside as far as injuries uh, and performance uh, that last season that he played. So they want to stand him to come back. He would probably stink right away. I'm not saying if you gave him the time and let him get his legs back under him, give him. A, he really needs a season in an off season to get yeah. um, acclimated. Um, and I the thing is, I think if they back. brought him back, they not even giving him the benefit. Like he'll be on the shortest leash any NFL player has ever had in the entire like in the entire history of the NFL. And we've seen them mac- manufacture a failure for black quarterbacks. Like we see it here. Like it's certain things you can say and leak to certain media people. You can control his minutes, his throws, him playing with the second and third team in preseason versus playing with the one. It's a lot of things you can do if you're smart to kind of manage the way a player looks or is presented as looking to the fans and to the media. And you can spin the narratives that go along with it. So I think at this point, they're pretty sure he's not going to be what he was when he took San Fran to the Super Bowl or back in 2012. So I think a team is going to take a chance. And it also is going to check another box for them to be able to say, see, we told you he couldn't play anymore. I think that's more valuable to them than the remainder of his career and making him a martyr. Oh, plot thickens, dog. The plot thickens. Um, the other day, this happened. Kicks it out. Smart fakes inside. Tatum spins. The Boston Celtics. Steal game one from the Brooklyn Nets, dog. On a layup. The Bama, on a layup. Kyrie was going hamburger, no cheese for that game, dog. Like, oh, it's literally like his icon was blinking. Bama came down, hit a tray, came down, hit another tray, came down, got another bucket somehow, even though he was assisting on the bucket. He just, his icon was blinking. The jump was on fire. NBA Jam part two, dog. He just couldn't. Was it missing on defense when he was bullfighting at that layup that just happened? Yo, replay that one more time for us. Kicks it out, smart fakes inside. Tatum spins. Honestly, it happened so it so it happened so fast though. Basketball is fast, dog. But this is what I'm saying. Aaron, you know how it is when a Batman hit the game game point on you and you just you just was out of position. When you were on the weak side of the floor and somebody cut behind you for a layup. Would you ever got benched in college? HBCU, you getting benched. Dog. That's first day install. But but KD too. Cause KD eyes was somewhere they weren't supposed to be for the sit out. Smart fakes inside Tatum spin. He's saying it's KD KD fall too. They both play. They're the biggest players. I I just I I don't know, man. It's a it's a I I, well I've only only been on the 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 been on the uh, end where I'm scoring the the game winning bucket on a (laughs) bad not 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 by first up behind you. First of all, I'm glassing that jump. At Kyrie height, at six two and a half three. I'm, as soon as he spins, on the six he eight gonna, he gonna think he you got it, and I'm gonna come. I'm glassing it, dog. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot let the Bama score at that juncture of the game. Not in that way. He got to hit I a jump shot, a fadeaway. So yeah, you got to shoot. He over can't go right dog. past you while you bullfighting yeah, and then lay it under, up. No, under no circumstances, dog. And then Kyrie during the game, fans was chirping at him, and. He basically was chirping back, and we got this. He, he, he. Fans is talking to him. Bama gives him the, the, the flips the birds to the fans, and then you know, of course, the fans is like oh, and then he's like mocking them and stuff like that. And then in the locker room, somebody says something to him, and then Bama says, you know, SMD, SMD, yard, you know, <laughs> and 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 like, and so people are like criticizing Kyrie, saying that he was out of line and stuff like that. I don't know that I necessarily subscribe to that. He, he was out of line, dog. The fans be feeling like you—they cannot get touched, dog. They think they're in the metaverse too, in yeah. real life sometimes, and they be yelling at Bama's. And first of all, it's Boston, so we're not gonna act like 
Boston ain't one of the racist, most racist cities mm-hmm. in America. And and he said, you know, some of the stuff that they were saying to him, like, you know, you mother effing suck and this, this and that. But dog, I'm sure there was other stuff too. We heard stories at the baseball stadium, how they was yelling the N-word at Bama's on the field and throwing, talking super reckless, right? And and here you are, arm's length. I mean, you know, Kyrie ain't no no force. I'm not I'm not saying he a, a, a threat to be reckoned with, dog. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he's a pro athlete. He is if so you he, work at UPS or you working at a desk and got yeah, course size seats. That's a fact. He's he mopping any of them, Bama. Yeah, you're right. Let, let, he me say, let me say this. Uh, Kyrie Irving didn't say anything, or really. I mean, I'll say, okay, he was obvious with the middle finger, but when it he comes to what he's. Yeah. What he, so, what, uh, let's talk about what he actually said to uh, fans. I mean, that just tells me you've never actually sat course out of an NBA game. That what he literally says is said literally every game by an NBA game. player. <laughs> I mean, I've heard LeBron say worse. I even heard, and this was in the Wizards' day because I was close enough to the floor. Michael Jordan say stuff worse to people. Like, like so your heroes have done this. No, but they like they like them though. That's the thing. Kyrie, people don't like him. Even there though the Bama job, he job beat the game because he didn't get vaccinated, despite mm. how you feel about it. Well, he didn't go ahead. get vaccinated and then he came out fine and free. Like he playing now and he got his way. And people don't like that when you get your way always been Chevrolet. They wanna have you suffering and basically bend to the to the pressure like everybody else. And so despite how people feel about Kyrie, is he a weirdo? I mean, people are calling him weirdo and stuff like that. I mean, if you feel that way, okay. But at the same token, the Bama is probably top three scorers in the league on a basketball court. And you mocking the Bama like he just going to stay in a shell. You say something to me. I'm born again Christian. And I'm, I might even <laughs> say something a little like, hey, Joe, I'm going to need you to shut up or stop talking for they get we, real greasy out we, there. We've said things worse at Beltsville's gym to people that we know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, and the to people is, that we know. <laughs> and, and no, in the malice in the palace, you had Bamas lay hands on people. You thought people would have learned a lesson. Stop talking to these Bamas, dog. Just because you pay for a ticket don't mean you can say any and everything. Because... I'm telling you, some of them Bamas, I mean, we, we talk about the, the emo, like, you know, soft-type Bamas in the league. It's a lot of them. But it's some real ones in there, dog. I, I've said it for a while now. Every once in a while, there needs to be a malice in the palace. Every once in a while. Like, like somebody reset, needs man. to. <laughs> yeah, man, because it's getting out of hand. I mean, we saw literally as soon as they opened the arenas last spring, we had like four incidents in a week. Where where oh. people were doing stuff, you know, you had you had someone throw a bottle at or a cup at Kyrie, you had someone uh, throw popcorn on, was it? There was someone got popcorn thrown on him. Then they had Trey Young got spit on, like, and then it was another one all in the first round of the playoffs last year. Like every once in a while, things need to happen. And look, I just find it interesting, and I'm, it's a little uh, tangent, but I find it interesting that. Sports fans kind of glorify that brawl back in the 70s with the Bruins at Madison Square Garden where homeboys was going over the glass and kicking people and hitting them with their own shoes. But when the malice of the palace came, it was, man, these thugs. And we know why. We know why that is done. But it's like, I just find it interesting. We could go on YouTube and find them fighting fans back in the 70s, you know, at a hockey game. And just fighting in general, but let there right. just be a, some pushing and shoving in an NBA game, and it's what's going on. Like these overpaid thugs, like ugh. like we we know why, but it's still frustrating. Dog, they need this. They, I, what am I, what do they do? Like not even a just they got to take one of them jokers, and he got to be on the floor in 4K getting mopped. And that'll fix everything. Not one of them joints where you like it was kind of blurry in the palace. You couldn't really see who was catching the hell that bit. You need a no, no. Jermaine O'Neal gave that. No, it was no. Stephen Jackson gave that me two piece to bat. 
We must see a driver get stomped out like uh, Kane stomped out uh, Homeboy on uh, Minister Society, dog. We got to like that. In 8K, Aaron, in 8K, not just 4K. Right. We need it on that 8K camera. Dog, you need a playoff Molly Wap, a Suns and Four on the playoff game, y'all, where Bama get finished on the floor. No, but, I don't, but, but, but that's the thing. Yeah, it got to be a bench, man. But you got to, you literally got to go in the game and be like, hey, dog, we're going to take care of all the money you're going to have to pay. Don't worry. But we need this for the whole league. This needs to happen. It got to be Adonis Haslam or somebody. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you get the two year suspension. You get no, the two you're not, year No, you're getting kicked out of basketball completely. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to be able to come back, dog. For a minute, so I, but but something's got to give. They got. I mean, I know that they were trying to crack down on it, and actually, you know, if you're a player, and you because we seen we seen uh, what's his name, Montrezl Harrell, get a get a uh, fan removed out of the Wizards, Joan. He just mm-hmm. like, hey, him right there, Ron famous gotta for go. Rondo's famous right for Russ is famous he got for two removed. Yeah, yeah, get him out of here, and like that needs to be the model, like to where. You just gotta be quiet, dog, and watch the game. And, and, and I don't agree with that. You ain't gotta be quiet, but you gotta be respectful. Like it, it, it reminds me of people being in a car. They'll get much more disrespectful and feel safer talking crazy or gesturing or doing whatever mm-hmm. than if you walk past a Bama on the street. Like it's a hierarchy. When a Bama mm-hmm. is six five, six nine, two fifty, two seventy five. These little white boys going to give you a certain amount of respect because there's always a low-level threat of violence. If you say something too egregious or do something egregious, you might get your mouth stomped in. They feel like they're there, and because of the, the money these Bambas don't want to lose, they can do things that they wouldn't normally do as a respectful human being just in society. Yeah. And that's where the issue is. Yeah, they like, I'll they just pay to, if he hit me. You can say you sorry. Yeah, you can say you sorry or you stink, but when you talking about people wife and kids and calling them niggas and monkeys and all this other kind of stuff that's a different yeah. level of, mm-hmm. of foolishness yeah yeah you right dog you right um playoff game tonight Scott Foster versus Chris Paul not 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 the uh Pelicans versus the Suns but Chris Paul versus Scott Foster Chris Paul is 0-13 in the last 13 playoff games officiated by by Scott Foster. Does he get a W tonight? Man, if he gets a W, if he gets a loss tonight, then we know for sure Scott Foster. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. What what does Scott Foster have against Chris Paul, though? What did he do? He be calling him up for ticky-tack fouls. his daughter or something? Like, what did he do, dog? To where this man is out to get him for the life of his career. Dog, 0-13 is not no coincidence. I, you cannot convince me of that. There's no way. Just like I know the uh, fan duels and stuff, all of them, like, it's all rigged, dog. They got they got bammers and computer systems behind it. And, and like, it, it's a whole it's a whole funny business they doing, dog, with the whole fan duel, y'all. I, I don't want to break, break Bama's bubbles, but <laughs> it, it's, a whole, it's a whole scam, dog. It's a whole scam. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's regular people on there, but they got they got people that work for the company that's doing that's entering the leagues and stuff like that, dog. Because I see the same people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, uh, okay, and dog, and and some of the like, this the thing. If if you have a if you have a, I, I just gotta go on this rant real quick. If you have a a, a FanDuel, like let's say they say it's four hundred thousand people in one of the FanDuel jumps, and you can win money, right? If 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 ten thousand of the four hundred thousand Bamas is bots that they put in in the show and they do like you know they do all the calculations of what the statistics of each player and how much they'll score and stuff like that though I'm telling you the likelihood that them bots is gonna beat you is high. <laughs> It's high, dog, because they they factor in numbers and all type of information. You you can't factor in, dog. So. It's all a scam. I'm just letting the people know. 0-13, last 13 playoff games, it's funny business going on, though. D- does does Chris Paul get a W tonight? They're a far superior team. They're better than, than the New Orleans Pelicans, I, I believe. Um, they showed it in game one. 
Yeah, they're gonna win, man. Pelicans really, you know, the the fact that they had they were the the they were the ninth seed and had to win two games. In one of those games, they were behind in the fourth quarter to a team that did not have Paul George and of course Kawhi Leonard. They they shouldn't even be there. This this series is a sweep. Uh, so yeah, the Suns will win. Now the question is, what's gonna happen later in the postseason when Scott Foster is on the officiating crew? <laughs> That's the question we gotta ask. But for tonight, Chris Paul and the Suns are going to get a win. All right, you think they're going to get a win? I think the Scott Foster saga continues. <laughs> I think Brandon Ingram is going to get 40 tonight, and we got to find a way to get him on the Wizards. It's not happening, bro. <laughs> How are we going to get him on the Wizards? Who are we going to give up? Kuzma, Roy, a one, whatever they need, though. Whatever they need. You know, I want Banchero now. That's my man, Paolo. I just, I don't know how they're going to get it done, dog. I think the Suns have to win just to get this out of the way because the, the uh, Pelicans have no threat of winning the series anyway. So they almost have to force a win just so people can shut up about this. Oh. It's not, they don't need I help, mean, though, no. They don't need no help against the Pelicans. Not for the don't. refs. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. Um, you got the Pelicans tonight. What's the other game that comes on tonight? Uh, Man, I looked at the schedule. Seven thirty, Jonas. Seven thirty game is uh, let's see, NBA Hawks Uh, Hawks and Heat. Yeah, yeah, Heat blew the doors off the Hawks first game. Um, they shut down Trey Young. Did he have eight points? Something crazy? Yeah, he, yeah, he got strapped. I, I just think the Heat are a better team. Nobody's really talking about the Heat. He was the number one seed in the East, and people just kind of overlooking him. But I think the Heat got a nice roster, honestly. Yeah, me too. I just don't think people like Jimmy Butler as a one. For some reason, it's just something about him people don't like. Maybe he that he can't shoot though. like that. He's tough. Um, yeah. He get buckets, dog. He get buckets. He played hard. Um, it feel like it feel like he's the juice for the team. Like he gives the team grit. Cause you take Jimmy Butler off that team, I feel like they soft. I feel like he's like the TO of the NBA now, where it's like he comes, he gives you instant production, your team is automatically better, but he rubs the locker room the wrong way mm-hmm. somehow by how much I feel like how hard he plays and how much he expects out of everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's like for him to say, and he goes into situations where people have been there, been teammates, already have relationships. And then when the best player on your team is somebody from outside and then, you know what I mean, they making comments and all these other kind of things about the mm-hmm. culture of the team, it just rubs guys with those kind of egos the wrong way. Um, so I, Go ahead. I have a question, and this stemmed from a conversation literally today on Clubhouse. Uh, is Jimmy Butler a top 25 NBA player right now? Yeah. Yeah. He's not the most skilled, but as far as Yo, overall player and outcomes, he's a top, I say he's top 15. All yeah. I'm going to say is in the room, it wasn't as clear as that. Dog, but them clubhouse, them clubhouse Jones is full of idiots. We just gonna keep going. That's all I'm gonna say, man. It and, wasn't they, clear. And, and you can share this with them, dog. I don't care. A lot of them clubhouse bamas don't know a, a iota, but what they're talking about. Jimmy Butler. I'm gonna tell you. Better than hat. I'm gonna tell you after after the air uh, after we get off of here off air who uh, which NBA player did not believe he was top twenty five. <laughs> oh, NBA player said he was. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> no, I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna say this. Right, you got KD, James Harden, you got Kyrie, you got Steph, Auntie Tacupo, uh. Did you say LeBron yet? LeBron. <laughs> then after that, dog. He might be better than Harden at this point in his career. <laughs> he right there. You know, I was a Harden guy, but he might be better than Harden at this point. No, and the thing is, this is what you. This is how. This is what I. I look for right. The Bama. He carries his team to wins, dog, and W's, right? And and he his presence on the floor is you cannot deny it. The Bama is a presence on the floor. 
He makes stuff happen. You can't just go and play and be like, oh, we're not going to worry about him. No, you cannot do that. A lot of the stuff he does doesn't show up in the box score. So guys who are like fantasy watchers or casual basketball fans that don't really understand the dynamics of how, like, he just gets on the team immediately like the Heat and automatically all sales rise. You know what I mean? Like, that... The leadership and, and, and the, yeah, the work ethic and all these things that he does and playing defense and not having fancy jump shots or crossovers or showtime dunks, people don't really see a lot yeah. um, a lot of the value in, in his, his style of play. Yeah, and then when the game is on the line and it's crunch time or you need a clutch bucket, the Bama gets buckets. It might be dirty. It might <laughs> come in the form of a... Uh, he played like somebody uh, from Baltimore. He do, dog. He played... <laughs> dog, dog, like, he gritty, get to the bucket, gritty. like, tough, and, like, he'll get 30, but it's not going to be a bunch of threes and, like, mm-hmm. pretty... You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be... Gritty. I don't even think the Bama shoot threes like that, dog. I don't even see him nah, shoot threes really. like that. Not really. Yeah. And that's another thing. In this new age basketball era, everybody's accustomed that that's how people get their they buckets. Like, they shoot trays. And so if you're not one of those guys, you automatically just get, like, kind of pushed. If, you, if you're if you either – you're either one or the other. You're either getting the dunks like John Morant and you getting big time highlights in the paint, right? Or you, like, on the Clay Steph side of the spectrum where you just hitting – you know, a lot of three-point shots and your shooting game is crazy. He's like a he's like a 1995 basketball player, dog. This Bama is the master the 15 foot around the cup, he like be a Hall game. of Famer in that old league. First, dog, he he just gets buckets and he's very like like Aaron say gritty. He straps up on defense, so it's not like he going just he he not gonna let you score on him like he score on you. And that's a different kind of player. No, like there's no, there's not a lot of players like that in the league. Like even Demar Derozan, Demar Derozan, I feel like is a kind of like he's in the same like space as a uh, um, Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler has like another like co- competitive edge that I feel like that Derozan doesn't have. Mm, so for sure, for sure. Yeah, I I, I don't know whoever that if it, if it's Quinn Cook whatever like. I don't know. I mean, I know they be in the, in the Jones and be talking, but, dog, I'm not buying it. The Bama gets buckets. He gets buckets. Um, before we get out of here, the plot, oh, not him. The other white guy. Uh, <laughs> it's getting it's getting real kind of dicey for the Washington Commanders, but Dan's still standing strong. He, they, he put out a rebuttal statement to the to the to the allegations that came out by the by the former employee, and uh, is he going to skate through this? He's not going nowhere. Her. He not going nowhere. Her? Teflon. You sure? He's not going nowhere. Jeremy, what you think of the allegations? Is this enough going to, to finish the man? Ultimately. No, because I do believe owners like Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, uh, we've already seen like, uh, was it Mark Davis, the Maras, the Bidwells, the legacy owners are going to make sure that he stays because that takes heat off of them. That is the only reason he stays, to be honest. What it, what he's being accused of, or what he's been accused of for years, should have been enough to lose the team. Like, I mean, we saw Jerry Richardson lose his team for simply saying, yo, you look good in them jeans. Like, pretty much. <laughs> like, this is pretty much how he lost his team. And to have the whole situation with the Washington cheerleaders be proven, and then... You had more incidents with the cheerleaders. Yeah, he paid to be paid bread to them youngins. You like that was already enough, and now you having where you talking about stashing money and, and putting it, moving it around, and make it seem like you didn't make as much as you did. Yeah, man, that's that's messing up the uh, you know revenue for the league, which is messing with the other owners. But 
as as we know, these other owners are dirty. Robert Kraft, he's already had his incident open with the, you know, the rub and tug. You have Jerry Jones, who got the, you know, child that out of nowhere that's like 25 years old that just came out. We don't know what else is, is, is you don't know, you don't know where the bodies are, are left for, for, for the Cowboys. And and we've seen other owners do wild stuff. The Ursay, Ursay, he's done wild stuff. Wow. And that still has might his be the wild. He might be the wildest Batman. <laughs> In the whole league, so he was sniffing coke in the room. No, he was in the room snorting the coke. He very embarrassed. <laughs> so the fact that you know all all these guys have been able to keep their team and and they and they've. They've they're they have support among each other. I, he ain't going nowhere, man. He he gonna be right there. And commander fans just gotta uh they gotta deal with it, man. Yeah, they just I'm, gotta I'm, deal with it at this point. The only hope for them is that new stadium is in Washington D.C. because let them move the Prince Williams or you know oh, let them well, move out the let them move out to get them out of here. Let them move out at least at least at Loudoun County. The train goes out there. You get on the Silver Line, but but let them go out the Prince Williams, man. So, it's going to be terrible, man. You might as well just bring another team in Washington, man. Yeah, I'm listen. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get rambling with uh, Rio Rio Robinson on here to talk about it. He you know he podcast in the area, follow the Washington Commanders, you know, follow everything that they do. So we gonna get him on here next week to, to kind of break down where, where we stand as a as a roster and what needs to happen because. Right now, it's looking real bleak, dog. We ain't got no money. We ain't got no players. I don't trust them drafting anybody good. Uh, some of the, the the people that I'm hearing in the, in the, the ramp, rumblings around with the team, I'm like, dog, if they get him, I'm out. I'm putting all them teams in a hat and just just picking. Um, are y'all are y'all watching the USFL? Anybody watching that, John? I saw the last. Three minutes of the game on Saturday, which was actually good. The Birmingham mm-hmm. versus uh, the New Jersey Generals. Mm-hmm. The last three minutes was good. I didn't watch the rest of the game, so I don't even know what happened. Oh, the, when, the product looks pretty solid, though. You know, it's just another cheap labor force that the hmm. NFL try and get. You know, so he could be Bama be cooking in that jump. Like, oh yeah, we'll sign you to a three year deal for five hundred seventy five k. Come on. Like, what, you know, I, what I do like about so far from the little bit of knowledge that I know, the mm-hmm. uniforms look good. Like, they're clean. They don't look cheesy. Like, mm-hmm. they look like professional uniforms. Yeah, it looks solid. Yeah. yeah. So, so apparently, uh, one of the coaches for the, for the Pittsburgh Maulers, he cut a player because he wanted a chicken salad, and, and, and he didn't want chicken salad, and he asked for pizza. And so, I guess the coach, Kirby Wilson, basically brought him in the room. Um, and he's just like, you know, I'm going to have to let you go, son, because, you know, because of the incident and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we can't tolerate disrespect on the team. And his, dog, his coon chip was all the way activated. Coon chip. I'm like, dog, either you, if you just don't think the Batman can play, be a man and just say that. Don't give me this bogus reason talking about, oh, he disrespecting you. You know, we just heard that and it just whatever. Like, he, the dude was like, and this is the thing, you know, when people are lying versus telling the truth, because he was like, I mean, I say, I say, yes, I do have a problem with it. This reminds me, dog, when I was in college, because this is a story about this. This joke made me mad because I thought about when I was in college. So I was in college and I was playing at Washington Adventist University, dog. And this is back <laughs> when we had a, we had we had ballers on the team, but the coach was so trash that. We, we was getting blown out by 40, 50 points by teams, right? And so I'm sitting on the end of the bench, right? And I'm watching. I'm a freshman. And I'm better than half, like half the players on the team. And, of course, like, the reason I wasn't playing is because of my attitude. I mean, y'all already know. <laughs> my attitude was trash. I was like, dog, these Bamas is trash. I'm like, dog, I'm better than him, him, him. So I'm sitting on the bench. I'm storm. We getting blown out by, like, 40. So it's like, it's literally like a minute and 22 seconds left. Right, and the, the assistant coach, he gonna look down the bench and he see me. He's like, he's like, hey, hey, Laws, you want to get in the game? And I look back and I was like, I was like, I look at the scoreboard, I look at the clock, I say, I make a face like, uh, I said, nah, I'm good. 
He's like, you don't want to get in? Right? So I didn't know that it was a directive from the coach to me to go in the game. The assistant coach asked me, did I want to go in the game? That's a question. So I could say yes or no. So I said, nah, I'm good. The coach was saying, put him in the game, but the assistant coach asked me if I wanted to go in the game. So then afterwards, we in the locker room, the coach is spazzing on us. We got blown up by 40. He like, some of y'all, you know, disrespectful. Y'all don't want to go in the game when I ask y'all to go in the game. This, this, and that, right? So I'm looking around. I'm like, young, I wonder who this man been talking about. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm confused. I'm like, dog, who is he talking about? Like, why is he so angry, right? I'm like, dog, we've been getting whooped all season long right. by 40. Like, that's the I'm reason like, that they lost yeah, by so 40. Like, yeah, so I'm like, what is the problem? So then we get on the bus. <laughs> this man was like, I need it. He's like, I need to talk to you. I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay. So I said, by the, he's like, I'm going to have to let you go from this team. I was like, dog, am I the right person saying like, what did I do? He's like, you didn't go in the game. I said, dog, the assistant coach asked me a question. If I ask you a question right now, when I put yes or no, and I was 18 talking to Obama who was 52, you you know it's just already gonna be. <laughs> I'm 18 talking to the Bama like he 10, cause I'm like dog, you you say, do you hear what you're saying? If I ask you right now, and I'm talking just like I'm talking about, you can't talk to somebody who's 52 years old like like they're a kid when you when you 18, right? I'm like dog, if I ask you right now a question, do you want ice cream? And you said no. That's not disrespectful to me. That's you answering the question. So, well, I'm confused. But I was like, nah, dog. I'm going to have to let you go from the team. I was like, all right. I said, okay. Right? And then that whole semester, they was getting waxed every game. And Bama just kept looking like, dog, we need you back on the team. I'm like, dog, I'm not playing with these bums, dog. And then the next semester, I think I transferred or something. Came back. No, that jump. I feel in the good me, old man. Columbia Union College basketball days, uh, Harold. No, that's when that's when it was CUC, dog. We the, used to the hold, pioneers, man. We used to hold the CUC up, dog. Like CUC the, the Division the Two pioneers, division man. Two, no, we had some ballers, dog. Yeah, on the squad, y'all had some but, ballers, man. Y'all definitely did. I just, I was y'all just say have a coach. That's what it was. Yeah, just have a coach. That's what it was. Slumball millionaire, dog. But I feel for main man. Like I mean, it's better off because the the coach looks stupid cutting him for that reason, dog. He looks. Dumb. Yeah, man. That's I just like I just read while like you were talking about it. I said what? Like, and, and this is making the league look terrible. Like to be honest, when you think about it, like y'all just this upstart. Y'all ain't the NFL. Like hey, you try this you upstart, try to, and he simply just asks, "What do you want to eat?" And you're like, "I'm gonna try and eat this." Like, <laughs> you need all the players you could get right now, dog. Because you just don't like. I, I just. Yeah, I don't like stuff like that. I don't like when the coon chips be activated and people be doing stuff just for looks, like, or just to get seen. Yeah, that's the biggest recognition that soundbite he had his whole career, and will have his entire career. That's I'm a first, I'm a first, I'm a first time coach, and you know I hate to do this, and because uh, he's seen it on TV, he's seen it on NFL Network exactly. himself, and so now he got to play it out in real life, dog. That's not how you treat people. That's not how you treat people. So we'll see. Uh, follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Um, shout out to my man Jeremy for joining us, man. Appreciate you always coming through, rocking oh, out with man. us. Uh, shout out to, to uh, uh, Kicking It With G-Man, Lance J Radio, Free Agent Radio. Uh, of course, Sports Reality, you go check that out. Um, yeah, man, we on a hiatus, but, you know, We'll be back. No, we ain't, we ain't we'll never. Be back. We, we ain't never. Next week, right? We gonna get into the draft. Next week is is, is it's the week of the draft, and so Wednesday we got a special show. We are gonna get into the draft picks. You gonna wanna tune in? Trust me, you gonna wanna go. tune in. This is where this is where we actually make money, though. This is where we actually <laughs> show the world that we are the best that do this. 
and I'm not, I'm, you know, my wife get mad at me for tooting my own horn, right? People ask me, they be like, dog, you golf? Are you good? I be like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you the truth, right? We have no stake in the game. We not getting paid by ESPN. None of these draft picks putting money in our pockets. They will at some point try, but we keep it all the way 100, and we're going to go through the quarterbacks. We're going to go through, you know, all the positions that you care about and who the players that teams need to be looking at, right? Is, are they good? Are they sorry? Especially the quarterbacks, dog. I've been looking at the quarterback tape as of late, the little teaser. The guy who I think is the best, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think everybody else thinks he's the best. Cause Pickett, he's not the best to me. Trash. Out of this class. <laughs> um, the the other dude, Corral, he okay, but he not the best to me in this class, from what I saw. Um, and we're gonna get into all that quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. We'll go through some of the teams as we like do like I uh, say. Uh, a, a, a simulated mock draft of like players and teams and who they should should go after, but primarily that date is going to be set to go over the draft picks, right? So whoever teams choose, you at least know and be like, oh yeah, that Bama's official or dang, we got him, he trash according to OSS. So you're gonna have a clear understanding of who's who's good, who's bad um, going into the draft, and that's next Wednesday. So. You definitely gonna want to tune in. Um, you know, subscribe to the channel, share the content. Uh, we appreciate everybody who rock with us. Will, um, you know, Dan, everybody who rock with us, heavy. Appreciate y'all. And we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports, or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak! How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do